0: Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 184, but before we get into the episode, I got to plug for the first time uh, announcing this publicly, going on tour again, February 10th through the 25th. It's a two and a half week tour. Going to be in Minnesota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Nebraska, Minnesota again, and North Dakota. If you want to figure out what cities those are, go to my Instagram. You know the deal, but super excited to do this brewery tour. And I get to bring Brandon Lejeune and Andrew Tarr with me. Again, that's February 10th through the 25th. So if you live in the Midwest, come on out. And with that out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Series. This is episode 184. I'm out here in the Mexican Reject House with Spencer Cavens. How's up? What's up, dude? How dude,
1: I'm, I'm good. How are you?
0: Dude, you'd swear I've had like 10 white claws with how many I, yeah. words I'm
1: slurring right now. Well, I'm pretty sure you just woke up, didn't you? I did, yeah. And it's... Uh... Just for for the listeners, it's it's four twenty three p.m.
0: But if you go by Pacific Coast Time, which is where I'm from, it's like two p.m. It's, so it's more acceptable.
1: Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> it's just like two hours closer to morning. That's true.
0: <laughs> you if you if you do the adjustment, yeah, uh, dude. The first thing, the first thing I got into. Do you have Twitter? I don't. Oh, bro, so you probably haven't even seen this unless somebody I, sent you did post and sent it to me last night. <laughs> 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 Bro, so there's this video of you going like viral and like I didn't even see it until like I saw it a couple days ago and I was just like scrolling through Twitter and there's this yeah. there's like these these weird dude pages on Twitter that like have a ton of followers and they just like say like weird shit and just like talk shit and I love it. It's hilarious. It's, it's black Twitter. It's black Twitter, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I follow part of like Black Twitter and this guy like retweeted and so like I scroll I don't scroll to the full tweet. I like to read what they retweet and then and then look at whatever it is. So this one page tweeted and said, I'm four seconds in, and I already muted it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And I look, and I just see your fucking face. Yeah. Like, like thousands of views. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> then I watched the video, and I was like, it's pretty out there, bro. It, it, then now, do you identify with what I was talking about? No. No, you're, I've you're, never you're, had a I've, – I've been in some crazy situations, devil's threesomes, everything, you name it. Yeah. I've never had like a fucking jack-off circle with my friends when I was growing up. Or are you? You're white. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm mixed.
1: You're hard to tell. Did you ever play like Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim, or anything? I never played games. I was an. I was an
0: athlete type kid. Okay. Well, got all right. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> you, you can do both. You can do both. No, I didn't. I didn't have a computer with like. I grew up like a single mom and shit. So like, I didn't really have like a, a computer yeah. with internet. And then when got she it. married my stepdad, his computer was like just for work. Okay.
1: I you you you, you have the same. You have a lot of the same characteristics of. Uh, like when you're doing character creation to create like a dark elf in Skyrim, <laughs> okay. and so I can't tell what you are. What I have do you no th- idea.
0: What do you think I am? A dark elf from <laughs> Skyrim.
1: <laughs> no, no le- okay. So it's white. You're like three quarters or eighty percent white. Around that, it's
0: it's mostly white. I actually don't know. I'm, I'm Brazilian, Italian. Okay. Super small sliver of Native American, yeah. and then just. Like every white European country combined, like it's it's just weird. Like I was a result of a one night stand, and then you know my mom is a result of some weirdo thing, and then yeah. you know what I mean. So like we're all just like weirdo things, and we just combined yeah. for like I don't get sick. It's pretty cool. I'm like a mixed breed dog. That
1: is very cool. And I was gonna guess that makes it, yeah, you're that is a unique blend. I would have guessed that you were some like civilization that doesn't exist anymore. Like you're, you're mostly white. And then like 10% Macedonian
0: or like something. something. <laughs> yeah, dude. My, my great, great grandpa was actually Nebuchadnezzar. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is very cool.
1: It's funny if you're, if you are uh, when you're that mixed. Right. And, and it's like, it's always that it's like 85% white and then like a little bit of native American, some yeah. Brazilian, a little bit of Peruvian. You have to think that that's just a, a a long litany of historically just like tragic nights.
0: Yeah, but I also like, I don't really give a shit. I don't think about it. You know, like I think, I think the, it's funny because like my grandma will tell me stuff, you know, about like the Trail of Tears. Not like she was fucking there. Yeah. But like, you know, but like, and I'm like, I think what was it? Apache? Apache was the Trail of Tears. I think I could just totally be be wrong. Might be. Just typecasting. It's the only Indian tribe I know. It had to be them. Yeah. They are the coolest. They were the coolest. They were the coolest for sure. But it's like. The trail of tears and shit, like you think about that stuff, and it's like it's not funny, but like it's actually kind of funny sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's funny to like put anyone in a wagon and send them <laughs> on their way. You know, I'm not saying it's nice what happened. By the way, I grew up hearing all of those same stories because I am, uh, dude. I, my, I mean, the, your listeners, I'm very white, sure, and so was my whole family. And be that as it may, my dad still, and he still contends that we're like largely native american and it's just like dude we're not my sister did a 23 my dad is like tomahawks and buffalo shit all over like really? he loves the shit you know overton that guy who does the um he does the native american paintings for joe rogan no the, the, well joe rogan as he's like in his studio yeah, yeah, really yeah. dope like paintings of indian warriors my dad buys art from that same guy really he loves indian shit <laughs> we did a 23 and me came back 100 percent irish which is like exactly what you would think. And my dad was just like, nah, it's because the Native Americans lied on their paperwork. That's why we're not. He's like, we're Native American. I was like, no, we're not. But anyway, I grew up hearing the same stories. Yeah. My dad will send me like just random like like a Spotify clip of some like Native American and like tribal song. And he'll be like, voices from our ancestors. <laughs> I'm like, no, voices from our ancestors would just be like. The, the Banshees of a Sharon. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're not Native American.
0: Well, you ever see those people that kind of like try and like relate too much to like a tragedy? Like you, somebody you'll see somebody post. Them. I'm related to Grendel Grendelwald of the Trail of Tears. Yeah. Like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I feel their pain. I'm like, bro, you've never walked more than a mile in your life.
1: Yes. I That
0: that and
1: uh, the term ancestral trauma. Have you heard mm. that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard it loosely thrown around. Yeah.
1: I have no idea if it's it's real or not. Some uh, some lady sent me a podcast about it and Was like, you need to listen to this. And I was like, some random lady? No, it was a girl I knew who I would always argue about. Oh, okay, so She's okay. a very woke gal, and That'd she be sent such it to me a one funny
0: night. thing. If you like, somebody saw you at a show, but I think you'd really relate, with dude. This. You, <laughs> you
1: know what? You would love
0: this ninety-minute podcast about <laughs> ancestral trauma on NPR. Yeah, bro. I was just scrolling through my camera roll. From 2019, looking at, like, old pictures of, like, the haircut and shit. And I've I just, like, I screen, like, my camera roll has, like, 70,000 or like, like pictures, videos, screen recordings, like, shit. I, like, save everything. And there's, I just started seeing, like, these DMs from people, like, fans and stuff. And there's this one, this guy, I just texted it to fucking my buddy Dom, um, bro. He texts me, this guy message, DMs me on Instagram. He says, "Hey, how tall are you? And I responded the next day, and I was like, what kind of question is that? And he was like, I was talking with friends because me and my friend, were going to go to your show tomorrow, maybe. And I wanted to see if I was taller or not. And I said, cool. I'm five, eight, LMAO and straight. <laughs>
1: and yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, speaking like, of like,
0: what kind of question is that, bro?
1: Speaking of. So sorry. Back to your back to your original point. So oh, okay, the, yeah, yeah. The video that that you're speaking of that went viral is me talking about how I just recently learned that uh, black people, Mexican people and just non-white people didn't masturbate in rooms with their friends when they were growing up and what i've learned is it's like a very commonly shared experience with like white people is like when we were like 10 11 12 and you first start like jerking off a bunch and watching porn that's what you would do because you'd have a friend with like a dvd and you guys would sit there and like put it in and it's not, we're not like looking at each other. We're all looking at the screen, but we're jerking off in a room together.
0: That is absolutely insane. But here's the thing. I yeah. sent that, the tweet that I saw, I sent that to another comic that we know. I'm not going to say their name. And I was like, that's crazy. I never had this experience. And he was like, oh, I did. Say I was their like, name. Uh, I'm not gonna say the name. Come on, <laughs>
1: come on. So, but I, so I've gotten some some wild DMs uh, okay. from from people. And I wanted to pull up one. Oh, dude, God. The dude, unsent it. That's so annoying. Good thing I screenshot yeah, it. Yeah,
0: see, that's why screenshots come in yeah, You have to. Uh,
1: so yeah, I, I get I get occasionally I get gay dudes sliding into my DMs.
0: You ever get a dick pic?
1: I've not gotten a dick pic. It's not pretty yet. intense, bro. How often do you get dick pics?
0: No, I mean it's happened once. Yeah, but it's like it's like intense because it's like it's, it goes it goes straight to your requests or like your general box. And so yes. it, you have to tap to see the unblurred image. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, maybe this person just sent me a picture because they took a picture of me from the crowd or something. You right, know, right. Or they're sending me a screenshot of them listening to an episode. Sure. And that is just like an uncircumcised dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bro.
1: What do they think you're going to do with that? <laughs> they, they want one back. They want one back. This is from uh, Anthony. You can follow him at young underscore soul underscore 530. <laughs> okay. He slid into my DM request and said, I would definitely jack off with you in the room while you jack off also. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So again, if you want to follow Anthony, that is <laughs> young underscore soul underscore 530.
0: Did you reply to that? No. Oh, dude, you should have. Funny, this is that's, me replying to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come get me, Anthony. Dude, it's funny that it's funny the things that'll just go viral and stuff. Because, so I was doing shows in New York and we did this guy's podcast. And I don't know if you've heard this story about how I. Accidentally hooked up with a trans person. No,
1: I have a similar story. I'd love to yeah. hear yours. Oh man, do you share it on the podcast all the time? I had no, not all the time. Okay.
0: It's something I'm trying to bury. You brought it up. Uh, I did bring it up, but so we do this podcast, and this dude that like one of the hosts of the podcast, <laughs> this dude who's a uh, the host, of one of the one of the co-hosts knows this story. And he straight up asks me, like, we're like maybe three, four minutes into the podcast, but like it just started. He's like, "So, are you hooked up with a, a trans person? You want to talk about that?" And I was just like, "Bro." And so I tell the full story, like when I'm trying to like be funny about it yeah. or whatever. It's like 15 minutes long, so I tell this like 15 minute long story, and it it is it is pretty fucking funny. Uh, only because you know I'm like super open about yes. it. Yeah. And uh... it was an accident. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. I can't help thought like if the listener is gonna hear, but we're listening to our buddy
0: a uh, mike violently a throw up in the bathroom violently dry heaving in the bathroom it's also like 5 p.m. now <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, also yeah. like bro come on get it together <laughs> <laughs> the night was a, a day
1: ago but it's almost 3 p.m. in pacific time so. hey
0: you're right you're right. right we have we up. have visited la once <laughs> so it counts i'm uh, actually from there um but forget what i was saying oh yeah so i i tell this 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 story whatever and so they post they clip up like a 30 second snippet of the part just like, just like the, the part of when I find out that it's a guy like the culmination moment of that. And then the part where I'm like, get telling the guy to like, get the fuck out of my car. And like, it, it, it almost like the way they cropped it together made me look like transphobic. Even yeah, it's yeah, like sure, it's totally sure. not. Like it's totally not. It's
1: not transphobic to
0: not be pumped that you hooked yeah. up with a trans person. That's okay. i was just saying the way they clipped it. Yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. it went from me realizing it to me being like, "Show me your fucking face." You know, right, it's like, right, like right. it, but it's like part of the bit. But the way they yeah. clipped it, and of course, this video gets like 1.5 mil on like fuck <laughs> it, on Instagram. It just blows up on Reels, and I remember just my notifications just start going wild, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I like clicked clicked on it, and I was like, "Of course." Of course, that's the one video that gets all those views. And, yeah, and so, like, all the comments were just like, this dude's gay, like, like all this stuff. You, know, you can never beat me at that information out of me and stuff like that. But there were some actually, like, really fucking funny comments.
1: You know why, though, and uh, what, why that went viral? And it's – I'm sure that the actual joke is funny, but I'm sure you've posted a bunch of funny jokes that haven't gone viral the way that that one has. Oh, of course. And, uh, you know, our buddy Joe Begley, he has a yeah. video. He, he has a bit where every time he posts it, no matter what platform it is, tens of millions of views it, it, all the time. And he says himself, he goes, it's not that good of a joke, but it's a story and it, uh, it, it, it has some like racially charged things about, about, uh, the Chinese language. Okay. So people argue in the comment section.
0: Oh. and That's
1: what it is. He's like, one, it's a story. So people always listen to the end. And then two, it, it has some racially charged elements that people argue about people will start arguing about the Chinese language in the comment section. Same thing with our buddy Dean who just had a video go fucking dumb viral on Instagram. It's because it's about pronouns and people and, and how rednecks are the most gender neutral. Mm -hmm. So then people are arguing in the comment section. So then that, that joke, while it might not be the joke that you're most proud of it, or it was not edited in a way where it was at its funniest. It makes people engage because they're getting Yeah, out of here.
0: the comments were crazy, bro. They're arguing. Yeah.
1: And then that's same with mine. It's because you have black people discovering that white people jerked off in rooms together. And then white people either confirming it or going into the comment section to be like, I fucking never did that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How many
0: times did you do that? All
1: the time. What? Yeah, plenty of times. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, often.
0: I feel like I feel like the reason why I didn't have an experience like that is because you I didn't really. Friends? Well, it's not that, but I was always like kind of moving around, oh. and so like I, I was never really close enough with someone to just be like, let's watch this, you know, backdoor sluts nine or like whatever. No, the you
1: need you need it was sorority sex kittens too. It was my dad's, <laughs> and you do you need some good friends. You're not going to do that with like the kid who just. Moved there and it's your second time hanging out
0: also like when i was that age you know i was just like with my mom so it's like if i were to i never found i found her dildo one time but i've never like found porn but like if i were to like find her porn it'd just be like dudes fucking each other i think or like you dude. know what i mean like it wouldn't be anything i'd want to watch
1: Rem- how old were you when you found your mom's dildo
0: Oh, dude, like 15 <laughs> okay like super duper old enough to know what it was
1: i so i knew what it was too but i was maybe like
0: eight Oh god!
1: And I remember, especially at the time, being like, "These are
0: huge!" Like, she I, had more than one,
1: bro. More than one. She had shit that like needs to be plugged into a wall, bro. Like, like shit with like AC
0: plugins and like that clamps on your nipples and she had a bunch of Yes, my mom's just basic she just had like a regular pink one i don't even think it vibrated my mom's was pink too yeah it didn't even like vibrate it, was just yeah. like, it wasn't even like huge or nothing like i'm pretty sure like my dick's bigger than it yeah <laughs> you know, like it wasn't even like huge or nothing i always thought you know because you, you you and you walk into like spencer's yeah and they got like fucking colossus black cock 5000 and it like That's with right. 50 different speeds and then somehow it's only 20 dollars. you're like bro yeah. what the fuck yeah but, I,
1: your mom just had the one that you just you just slap onto the the shower wall and
0: no, it didn't have a suction cup. It was it was just like it was almost like a mold of yeah, like a cock yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. It was just like I it think, was also I mean I vaguely remember it, but I remember that it like it wasn't a circumcised dick.
1: That's interesting. It was you an I mean? uncircumcised.
0: It was, like an, it was definitely an un, now that I'm like remembering it. Yeah, it was an uncircumcised fucking dildo. That's dildo. very
1: fun. Are, are you circumcised? Yeah so you, okay that's really interesting of so, course bro grow up okay I know, <laughs> I, know, I know i know i was hoping you would be um <laughs> that that's a really interesting one because when you get an erection even if you're an uncircumcised person there's still like it it looks like a normal dick once you have a boner it's it, really like uncircumcised penises only look that when i know because i jerked out in plenty of rooms with my friends <laughs> but, uh, an uncircumcised dick only you know it, they're only wearing like a turtleneck when it's small and then as soon as it stiffens the the Skin like shr- shrinks down.
0: You know what? I, you want to know? The, probably one of the funniest things of all time hmm. is I didn't realize. So, are you circumcised? Yeah, yeah. So, do you have like a ring on your dick? Yeah, oh, my dick's three different colors. Oh, God. Bro, That's my, not what my, I meant. my dick's I meant, the like darker. a ring below the fucking If you just saw my
1: dick, you would think I'm whatever race I thought you were. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have an Assyrian dick <laughs> with a pink top. <laughs> But yeah, no, I got the ring. You got the ring.
0: Yeah, so like, I didn't. I just thought that I just like, I thought it was like a birthmark or something until like literally like a month ago, and then this like video of a circumcision like popped into my fucking feed like yeah. for like no reason, yeah, yeah. and I was just like, oh shit, and I realized it was like a circumcision scar.
1: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: didn't realize that until I was twenty six years old. Yeah.
1: Now when you pull it out in front of girls, you can be like, do you want to know how I got these? Scars? <laughs> <laughs> you- I try to work in as much kind of Joker lingo into the bedroom as I can.
0: Do you really like when you're like in the bedroom do you even like really talk? Nah. Like don't you have a girl right now? Mhm. So like do you guys just kind of like go at it or you just kind of like like spice stuff up by like throwing jokes in there or like No, dude,
1: I've never I've never liked dirty talk.
0: Yeah, it just seems corny.
1: It also I always feel put on the spot because it's always <laughs> just like it's like fucking what do you want to do to me? It's like this. I mean, we're doing it. <laughs> I, we're, I, there there's nothing at, you know, it's not I never have it. I had I think the worst the, the word I've had two really bad dirty talk things from girls other than the questions. I don't like the questions. Cause it's like, do you like that? I'm like, yes. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. You're <laughs> sucking my dick, you know, but, but I had a, I had a girl who, while I was, we weren't even having sex. It was just like, while I'm fingering her, while I'm like rubbing her clit, she kept, she was grabbing onto her bed sheets and going, <laughs> <laughs> she was going, no, just kept saying no over and over again. Which is weird, a weird thing that, like, if, if a girl's saying yes, you're like, great. That's a positive yeah. affirmation. But she just kept saying no. And I didn't, I didn't change. I didn't stop or nothing. Because, uh, I, you know, context clues. But then I had another girl who kept saying, this. this is worse to me than anything. This word I hate when adults use. She was on top of me. And instead of being like, oh, fuck. She kept saying, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Now, like, I felt like like I was fucking, like, Peter Griffin or something. It's like, oh, crap. Like, it's just bobbing up and down on me. I hated it.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, I don't really... It's funny because it's, like, I remember the first... So, like, I've only listened to music, like, while having sex, like, one time. Yeah. Like, unless it's yeah. in the car and, like, the car... Like, it's, like... And we're, like, banging from mm. uh, maybe what's the month after, some like October, November till yeah. February. And like, we need the car running a little bit, yeah. you know, only that, but it's just like background music. I've had one girl one time where she was like, what music are you going to put on? And I literally, I actually wrote and we, I, there's a sketch on my Instagram. That's fucking not someone I dig. it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it's based on this fucking story of where this girl literally was like, what music to put on? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you know, like, for to, like, set the mood. And I literally was, like, "Little Wayne just dropped a new album. And because he just dropped Funeral. At this time. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, "Little Wayne just dropped a new album. Because it was, like, the first time, like, a girl had just ever been, like, what are you going to put on? Usually it's just, like, what, like if there is music, it's they just, like, throw some trash on. Yeah, like, right. Whatever the fuck it is. Uh, it's just background noise. But it was just weird because she wanted to, like, fuck to the rhythm of, like, whatever yeah, R&B that's shit. That's the thing
1: I don't like is, and you feel as soon as music's on it's similar to dance It's like your body does kind of naturally want to sync up with it mm-hmm. and i don't even really like dancing like, yeah i don't want to like sync my like hip
0: thrusts up with funeral by yeah dude and so like, i put I, I wrote this sketch and we put it out with uh with kelly jean brown and don pierno with uh we're like hooking up in the backseat of this car and she's like hey like you want to play some music to like set the mood I was like, oh, dude, I got a perfect song. So I started playing Logic. Yeah. Uh, I I was like, oh, Logic just dropped a new song. I started playing the song. We started making out. And then while we're making out, he starts rapping. And I start, she's like like giving me a hickey or whatever. And I just start like rapping along to it. (laughs) And and then then (laughs) she like pulls off me. And she's like, dude, are you fucking serious right now? And I was like, dude, relax. He has other songs. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess, that was the problem <laughs> yeah so yeah. I go. I put on another fucking song same shit I started rapping along She's like, she goes like oh fuck this and just like storms out and I was like dude yeah. who the fuck hates Logic like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't care. Doesn't you click. love Logic
1: huh yes because yeah. you have a lot of Logic merch yeah, I've noticed you're wearing it now all I wear yeah yeah yeah
0: they're also I, w- I will shout out to Logic he gets like the merch companies he gets like these are so comfortable mm-hmm. like if I have like I have other artists and other hoodies and stuff it's just they're not comfortable you know what I mean? Like the it's logic just stuff of, is like quality. It's yeah. it's super high. I've had this, I've, I've had these for years. Yeah. Wear them every day.
1: You know who else does this? And I was, I was having this conversation recently with like comics, especially bands do this too, but like they make shitty merch mm-hmm. and the smart thing. And uh, like, like that's a good hoodie. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like warm. the smart thing is to make uh merch that is also just cool looking mm-hmm. independent of what it is. You're trying to promote, make stuff that somebody would want to wear first and like the two people who I do this really well in comedy, obviously Schultz does it with all of his mm-hmm. like fashion stuff. And then also who I know is your, your favorite comic and somebody that you just try to kind of mimic in life is Dalia with all of his life rip stuff. Cause that, that shit sells out. They're just cool hoodies though. Independent, independent of all the great stuff that I know you love that he does. It's also, he just makes some really cool, colorful hoodies and sandals and stuff. What do you think about that?
0: Oh man. <laughs> Bro, it was so funny because so Casey Rocket to the last episode and I literally yeah. started the podcast by saying, I was like, dude, can you can you elaborate? I was a little drunk when you were telling me about it last night, but you were telling me about how you wanted to start the Chrysalia fan club. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hilarious. So you just oh, did the same thing to me right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my my sister is uh My sister's a big Dalia fan or like was, I I don't know how much she is now. Not even because of scandal stuff. I just don't think she, you you kind of grow up. Like when I first heard Dalia, like maybe like seven years ago, I loved him Mm -hmm. too. But you just, you get older. He does kind of play to like a younger crowd. I, to be fair, I've never seen anybody murder harder in my life. Mm. When I've been to like the store and he goes and like Mm that's 15, it's, it's actually insane. Um, but so anyways, I forgot to get her a a Christmas present like this year. (laughs) And so it was like right before I'm going to fly out to LA and I was like, I, I got to get her something. So I was looking at shows in, uh, in LA because she does really like comedy. Like last year, I got her tickets to, I think, uh, L- Louis and like Shane opened. Yeah. For uh, for him. And that them. was really cool. It's uh, so so I see I, I see that Dalia's uh playing the Brea Improv, and I was like, oh, this will be fun for her. She she always loved Dalia, and she was excited to get them. But then that documentary <laughs> dropped, and it's so it's it's tomorrow. The show's tomorrow, and my it's sister, still on. Yeah, and they're canceling all of the shows. My sister's like, I, she's like, I want to go. My sister doesn't know the details of the documentary. She's like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna watch until like after because she's like, I want to go and have fun and go to the show. Yeah, but she's like, I also like, I don't know how bad's the documentary, and I was like, I haven't listened to it, so I really don't. You know. didn't watch it either. No, it's too much. It's an hour. I don't.
0: Yeah, give a fuck. it kind of flies by though. It it gets repetitive, so I watched like the first twenty minutes and then i just like skipped ahead to like where his like tour manager like comes out and like just like outs him
1: is is it that bad is it as bad as people say um
0: i mean i mean the stuff is bad sure but at, like okay. of of like new information it's kind of like you know like it's not like i forgot about the other stuff and i was like he's a good guy again yeah yeah, yeah. you know so it was just kind of like what, reaffirming
1: what, what is it i mean but my the gist i really like don't care about scandal i really don't follow yeah. i don't follow up just
0: the, the whole underage girl thing. But um, wait,
1: wait, am I wrong in thinking? My understanding of this is that he was just blowing up a bunch of, or he was replying to a bunch of fans who would DM him after shows, and then some of them would happen to be underage, and then he just wouldn't reply to those ones.
0: That's some of it. Is that and correct? I, or no? I know. I know people like around him, and I know that they would. What they would do is they would look. They would go on Instagram and look like who tagged that they were there, yeah. and then slide in their DMs like that. Oh, um, interesting. But, you know, um and so but yeah, but like the he's like trying to start like a sex cult and uh, He would, like, have these girls, like, get his name, like, or his initials, like, tattooed on them, which was probably the f- the hardest I've laughed in a long time. Yeah, that's Because wild. in the, the, not at that, but there's a specific moment in the documentary. I don't know why I'm pointing at my TV. Yeah. Uh, I did watch it on that TV. <laughs> it's but, on right now. Uh, there's a, a moment where this girl, like, has her face, like, in this interview with, like, Kyle or whatever, and she's like... <laughs> She's like, I got his initials. She's like, I got his initials tattooed on my neck, and it was my last dollar, and he didn't pay for it. I had to, I had to walk home. I couldn't even afford an Uber home. I was like, dude, you couldn't have waited like a week for like your that? paycheck to hit. I laughed so hard, bro.
1: Man, so you, so this is a tough thing. There are real <laughs> victims in the world. Sure. But then there's real... also stupid bitches. Ex- exactly. So I feel the same way about that as I. My, my girlfriend loves watching all of these like now the the new thing is all these like sex cult documentaries Mm -hmm. there's always like true crime but it's always some like crazy religious leader who convinced all these girls that like through self-help or whatever thing that he was pitching and then of course it always ends with it's just like really the only way to actually be happy in life is if you like suck my dick a bunch (laughs) it's always that's always the message now it's always some (laughs) older fucking these guys are always losers these women are always like he was I mean you just can't say no to this guy he was so charming and then it cuts to the guy and he's just got big square glasses and he's like the the Lord Jesus christ has bestowed upon me the power it's like yes you can say no to that guy I, I i'm sorry i'm sorry for what happened to you but a little bit of it a little bit of it and i know this sounds like i'm victim blaming i don't want it to but a little bit of it is you're a dumb
0: bitch that is a, that is a, a, most of it that is yeah. most of it well i mean i wouldn't say most of it it's a lot of it but the, well it's but that's what it, my was my first thought with like that chick of just being like like How'd you get there in the first place? You had really had to walk home and it's just like, how like, he wasn't even there. It was, she was just like, I was waiting for his Venmo. <laughs> I was just That's like, insane. I mean, I don't like,
1: get CD tattooed on your neck.
0: You'd also have your home just like write it in Sharpie. If you just wanted a picture, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, you can also just like, not get a tattoo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> imagine, imagine a woman there. Dude. Okay. Who's, who's like an insanely attractive. Uh, uh, uh what did you watch white Lotus? No. Oh, it's so good. You should watch it. Uh, okay. Mar- Margot Robbie, whatever. She's sure, Barbie. sure, sure, sure. Fucking
0: beautiful. Sure. All
1: right. Would I push my girlfriend off the Golden Gate Bridge to sleep with Margot Robbie? Absolutely. But I wouldn't get <laughs> sh- 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 MR tattooed on my neck. No. That's crazy.
0: Well, you would. would? Well, I mean, I don't have a tattoo, so I think that would be a funny one. Like like a funny first one, people yeah. would just be like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "You're not gonna believe who I fucked."
1: Wait, this girl was it her first tattoo this evening? Oh, I
0: don't know, probably not. I don't know. That's crazy. He didn't ask was. her that. I would have asked that. That's a good question. Wow. And it's like, what do you like? You know, I've never gotten a tattoo, so I don't really know. Like, do you talk to your tattoo artist while it's happening? Like, yeah, what that's f- why I won't get more. What is she saying? to that guy. I was like, what does this mean? The C, the CD, huh? You a big <laughs> like, fan of VHS? Uh, yeah. Like- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia. I have a laser <laughs> yeah. disc on my pussy. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah.
1: That's a really bad first tattoo. Uh, uh, it's a really in- bad tattoo at all. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a, it's a bad tattoo to get. And, and, and let's, let's be clear. Shame on Chris D'Elia for not Venmoing that poor girl <laughs> yeah, yeah, for fucking, yeah. I know we went off on a tangent. Chris sounds like you're maybe a piece of shit. But also, that girl is very stupid.
0: The documentary is crazy too, because there's she somehow like set up like it like he facetimed her on Snapchat like after all the stuff like came out like the initial shit like back in you Yo. know June of 2020 or whatever uh, and she like recorded this like call and he's like like totally like gaslighting her and like trying to convince her. she's like, I just don't know like what to do from here." And he's like, well, if you could like, you know, delete all that stuff that'd be pretty cool <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> totally. have you seen the video him. It's, it's okay, i
1: forget was it like the fighter and the kid or something it's so funny somebody's snapchat this yeah, of yeah. him finding out that it's you like a dumb fuck of course people <laughs> yeah. can snapchat or can screenshot snap all right so maybe yeah maybe his thing's worse than uh than what i thought
0: no yeah he's a total piece of shit yeah um but so did you see him go up at vulcan no. Um, uh, uh-uh. uh. This is a couple months ago. It was actually really funny because there's this, uh, chick who I don't even know if she's a comic or like what she does. And I remember there's actually somebody like called her out, being like, "What do you even do here? Like, why are you around?" Actually, I actually haven't seen her around in a while. Um, What's think, her name? I think her name is Megan. Uh, um, Oh,
1: oh, uh, Megan. No, yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. She's always been nice to me. No, except no, no. She,
1: she, she's really cool to me too. I think gen- genuinely. And I think she would be the first time. She just likes to hang out at comedy and, like, kind of hook up with and chill with comics. Like, that's what sure. she does. Sure. Yeah. Um,
0: and so, D'Elia did, like, an hour at Vulcan. I don't remember what the show was. It definitely wasn't, like, Chris Lee and Friends. It was definitely, yeah. like, a... Oh, no. I think it was uh, Michael Lenochi was, like, headlining. And then, okay. you know, might be a special guest. And then, he yeah. like, Chris came up and did, like, an hour. Um, he did jokes about having, you know, having a son, which were fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's and, very funny. And I've then found out. he started doing, like, talking about the whole cancellation thing, mm-hmm. and it for sure missed the mark. Like, it was really trash. It was like, it was, I, I literally sat there and I, I started, like, looking around at, like, other comics that were sitting in the back, and I was just like, am I the only one? And, like, it was funny because, like, the crowd wasn't even laughing either. Like, it was just yeah. kind of like, it was almost like he, like, it was kind of a while ago. So I don't even remember what he was saying. Yeah. But I remember just sitting there being like, Oh, like, like you didn't learn anything. Like he felt like he was the victim. It was just, it it just overall wasn't funny. And I was just like, Mm. oh man, it's just, I remember thinking it was just very weird. Like maybe go back to the drawing board and rewrite these or just cut it out. Well,
1: And he's had a lot of time to come up with material Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. You know who, and this is, this is maybe the only, just because he's, he's my favorite comic by a mile I, he's, he's one of the only people where if he drops anything, I'll almost, um, I'll almost always stop what I'm doing to like, see what it is that he just sure. released, which is Louis. Mm. So he was the only one where I actually like really took the time to understand because the initial accusations were like so bad that I was like, no, not, not my dude. That was the only person I took the time to research and like really came to a conclusion that I'm like, I think what, what he did is like, not, it's not something that I would do. But, but it's, <laughs> but, it, but it was clearly consensual. I think that's like the big thing, right? It I don't was, really,
0: I didn't really follow the details that much. Like I didn't even follow really the details of the Crystal Lee thing. I just know that. That's, like,
1: see, I don't know any of the details.
0: Of yes. Uh, like, but like definitely like a piece of shit, like yeah. for sure. Um, And then, you know, like I'm probably not going to like support the guy, mm-hmm. but I will say the first stand up show I ever went to in 2015 was Crystal Lee at the Irvine Improv. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was hilarious. Um but that was, so that was the first stand up show that I had ever like paid to go see. Yeah. Uh, I'd always been like a fan of comedy. Right. But you know, I didn't realize, you know, that you could just like go to it. And I was, you know, 2015 or 20 I think it might have been 2016, 2015. I was like 18, mm-hmm. 19. Yeah. And so like I hadn't even like like when I went into the club, they like put an X on my hand. It's for like can't drink yeah, alcohol. Yeah, you can't have alcohol. You know, so right. like and it's funny cuz it's like I sound so young. Um, especially because it's like, you know, I'm going off and I'm doing these like headlining tours and shit and I'm like, yeah, my first comedy show I ever saw was like 2015 and then, you know, like Poston's been doing comedy since like 2009. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's crazy when you think about shit like that yeah. but it's also, I'm also, I just turned 26. Yeah. So when you really line up the timeline, it like, it makes sense and you realize how, like how old are you? 31. 31. Yeah. So, which is also in comedy, fucking young. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, I don't so feel
1: that way though because I started uh I this is like the a thing that I have to like constantly remind myself and go through this process of being like time is an illusion time is an illusion time is an illusion because I started at like 28 and then you see people who like you're like fuck like like Mulaney had his first special at what like he was like 25.
0: Mm. And it was good. Or like Brandon Wardell and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so then you're like, and then you hear like, yeah, Chappelle was incredible because he started when he was four. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Four. <laughs> he was three yeah. and a half. And he started
0: doing well. Comedy. That's what I would Dude, If I had a kid, I would fucking write their jokes for him. I'd put him on stage at like nine years old.
1: Yeah. Would you want a kid to be a comic?
0: Um, I mean, if that's what they wanted to do, really. Totally. Yeah. I wouldn't really, I wouldn't like force him to do whatever. I would definitely, you know, go the Little League route. But, you know, by the time if I have a kid, I mean, if I have a kid, it'll be on accident, as of yeah. now. So yeah. So like, yeah. but like, so I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I would have. It's not something I've really thought of, but I'm just saying if that's if that's the route I was going to go, you got to start them young. I started when I had like I was 21 yep. when I started, and so it's just like. You just got to start and be on like 21. It's actually, this is hilarious. So I just did a show, that show, the fucking Baker Street. Yeah. The yeah, Baker yeah, Street yeah. pub. Yeah. And So we were, I was sitting around just like asking people. And so, like, uh, I talked to Ryer, talked to all these people, and I was like, dude, this is the first time that I've ever done a show with people where my podcast has been around longer than everybody on the show has been doing stand up. Yeah. Which is crazy to think right. about. Because it also isn't that old. Four years is fucking baby shit. Um, like, you know, there's that whole saying of like each year in comedy is almost like a, a, a year of like life. So, you know, if you've been doing it for five years, you're like a five-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Once you turn 10, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you know what you're doing. Yeah. All that stuff, which I fully agree with, which is also. Um, so like, I'll say in a way of like, you know, I could go up there and do an hour hold the room, have an amazing set. I have an hour of material, and, and, you know, that's why I'm going on the road. But then you go, you know, look at those dudes that are, like, you know, 10 years in or however long, like, Poston's been doing it, and you, you could see this dude go up there with, like, no material and do right. the same thing. Right. And you're like, holy shit, that's, like, next level. And then you could see, then, you know, I watched Shane Gillis last night at Creek, and then you see that, and you're like, God, fuck Wait, it. Gillis like, was at the Creek last night? Yeah, on Rogan show. And was, he, dude, like, just leveled, like, leveled beyond belief. Yeah, yeah. And you're just, like, like I sat there watching that, and I, like, my face hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, because, you know, you've been around, like, comedy so long. You're just seeing everybody do sets for, you know, years. Just, yeah. I kind of just kind of, like, don't care anymore. Like, and not, like, no, not don't care. But, I mean, like, you could watch someone destroy, and I could still sit there with a straight face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But, like, my face hurt. And I was like, dude. Leveled. Like, that's next that's like not even like next that's unworldly it is unworldly
1: it's also i think it's such a healthy perspective to have that because you can have good sets you may even have you may even recognize in yourself that there's a trend of like man i have the set of the night on most shows that i'm on Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah but it's because you're everybody's bad and i don't mean bad in that like the crowd's not enjoying them it's just Mm. like i mean when compared to and then in between You know, uh, uh, you and Shane Gillis is also a bunch of other tiers of Mm -hmm. comedy. You know, like my—he's not necessarily my favorite comedian, though. I I do think he's—he's very funny. Is like that guy, uh, John Marco Saresi, out of New York. My uh, my girl and and you said you don't think that guy's funny. No, no, I I do think he's very funny.
0: What'd you say before that?
1: I said he's not my favorite comic, but I I think he's very funny. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I saw him at the fucking cellar when I was in New York. Yeah, and he had a—he had a great set. Yeah, but and I was there with Mike. But I sat there with a straight face the whole time. Sure.
1: Right, right. And I actually am not super familiar with his stand-up. So I'm basing this off of like the few clips that I saw. Sure. My point is so my my uh, my girlfriend went with Matt Boyd's girlfriend. And their takeaway after was like it was uh uh it was so good and and watching watching him go up was just a reminder of how how petty it is to ever be trying to discuss like who between your friends did the best that night because it's like it, it doesn't matter. There's levels to this mm-hmm. thing because you can see someone like him go up and you see someone like Ilsa go up and then you see somebody like Burr go up and then you see somebody like Chappelle or Louis go up and you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's like, th- th- these are like constellations. They're so far away. you know.
0: So but, I was talking to somebody last night about how uh, I'm kind of sick and tired of like these themed shows almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it's it, it's almost kind of just kind of in Austin, what I'm seeing, because I follow people from like all over and shit. Yeah. Um. And so, but you know it's you know this drinking show this or this like dance off show that or girls versus yeah, guys yeah, that yeah. and it's just like I feel like we're kind of steering away a little bit from just like traditional stand up almost. And then I my whole my whole like M O is like just building comedy fans that's why i hate when i see somebody go up and just like eat dick mm-hmm. and then just like blame the crowd yeah, or just like yeah. eat dick in general like it's you know it's, sometimes it could be funny if you like watch your friend bomb and it's yeah, just yeah like, it's the best it's, it's the, the best. it's hilarious it's my favorite thing but if you watch like a random person bomb and they get like mad at the crowd that's like my biggest pet mm-hmm. peeve of like all time because if you look at a crowd of let's say you're doing a show of i don't know 50 people mm-hmm. mm, probably 10 of those people more likely more than those 10 people, it's their first time ever being in a comedy show in their entire life. And so it's like, if this is like, you know, when we, I watch people like do shows and like book like the shittiest people and you're like, bro, the people in the crowd is who you're performing for and it's like, you should be trying to make them comedy fans. Yes. Make them fans comedy. That's why, you know, if you're doing a show and you go up and you like and you have a great set or like you see people here's here's what I mean, here's what I'm trying to say. It's like you see somebody that's good go up and just like bomb on purpose to like maybe get like a new tag or something for something, right. and like or they'll like fuck up on purpose and you're like, bro, there's so many people in here that are now gonna not come to another show. And mm-hmm. so it's so Okay, so I headlined the comedy zone in Fort Walton Beach, Florida last year. I've done it three times. The mm-hmm. first time I did it, there was this girl there. And she followed me on Instagram afterwards. it was actually funny because like a week later, she was like, hey, are you still in town? Like, we should go like jet skiing. And I was like, no, I'm not still in that <laughs> shithole. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. I'm not just waiting a week in case some girl at the show DMs yeah. me. Uh, and then like two weeks later, she sends me a picture. And I was like, what the hell? And so like I opened the picture. And it's like a, she was back at the Comedy Zone. And she took a picture of some guy on stage. And her caption was like, oh, like, are you mad that this guy's killing and I was like, dude, that makes me fucking happy because yes. there's two hundred and fifty people at that show that are, you know, tourists or live in that town. And I'm gonna come back and headline. I've already came back twice. Guarantee you some of those people that came to see me were at that show, saw that guy killed, or like, we love comedy now. Look yeah, like we're looking absolutely look what yeah, we're doing man. on Saturday nights now, which now in turn puts money in my pocket, and then I go have a good set, which puts money in some other dude's pocket. Right. And You're just trying to build comedy fans. People I are totally saying agree. People are saying like comedy's dead and you're like, no, comedy's not dead. People go up there and eat shit and then people don't want to come back.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I also think like like with anything, intention has everything to do with it because like if you are, uh, if you're afraid to bomb, then you're not going to get better, right? We mm-hmm. know that that's true. So it's like if you're bombing, be, but you had the intention to make this funny, mm-hmm. it's like I'm, I'm going to bomb because I have to because I'm going to work something that I don't really know how you guys are going to receive it, but I need to get your feedback on it. That's one thing. And that's a risk that you have to take because that's sure. the only way that you can hit these other tiers, right? It's the only I agree. way that you, Louis is only Louis because of that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, But then I think to what you're referring, which I notice it all the time too, is like people are are, are bombing and turning on the audience because it's fucking all they have. They don't have any, any tool to actually make this work, which mm-hmm. then begs the question, like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this if that's your knee-jerk reaction? I also see it a lot when we're doing like you mentioned uh, like Baker street, right? Cause you, mm-hmm. you, you do these like cool clubs and I'm sure those shows are a fucking treat, mm-hmm. but then you'll also like, you'll go do these pub shows mm-hmm. that are like not always the most fun, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes yeah. they're great. Yeah. Sometimes they're fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Right. And you watch a comic bomb and turn on the audience. Cause he's upset. He's upset that there's only 11 people in this audience. Yeah. it's like, yeah, there's 11 people because that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. this is what you get. This is your audience mm-hmm. right now, right? Like you haven't earned a, a packed out room at the comedy zone with 250 yeah. people. So like, if you can't win over 11, what makes you think you can win over 250?
0: I, I, I thousand percent agree with that. And it's like, it's funny. Cause it's like, it makes me think back to like, just like the worst hell gigs, bro. Like, so, uh, I just headlined, not just headline. This was last year. Um, I did this, I headline in Fresno at this kebab restaurant yeah uh for $100 yeah. uh, and a hotel room at the worst motel i've ever stayed at in my entire life we almost got stabbed and the show wasn't in the kebab restaurant it was actually on the back patio uh and there were four people and there was this 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 girl uh who i had met at um who i was i was on a, my stepdad got remarried uh to this girl and he wanted me to like meet her so me and my brothers uh, went or my brother went and we took this like trip to Sequoia during the pandemic. And I met her at like the boat dock because they were going to go off and do something. And so he's like, you guys could like fuck off and do whatever. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so I just like, you know, I have my own money. So I just fucking, I had my own car, took me and my brother down, uh, to this like boat dock to this lake, you know, 30 miles away. And she was working at the boat dock, you know, got her Instagram or whatever. And, so then she's been following me, and she's like, oh, you know, so I was like, what's the nearest city? She said Fresno. And then she started going to, like, Fresno State. And I was like, oh, damn. So I was like, hey, I'm going to be headlining in Fresno. You should come out. And so she hits me up. She's like, oh, do you know me and my friend are going to come to the show? And I was like, oh, cool. You know, I'm there, you know, a little bit early. There's, like, no one there. No one there. And, and so we literally performed for the four other comics that were on the show and these two hot chicks. Yeah. And I literally just like read out of my phone the whole time and I was yeah. just like just like doing all cuz I was like bro this is like like it's like I don't get embarrassed or anything but I was just like man these chicks are not going to fuck me yeah <laughs> that's
1: like, that's like that's rough and they were there to
0: watch you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. You I almost can't. told him not to come, and then I was like, you know what? It'll be a funny story if they come. There's no world to make that look cool. No. Um no. yeah. That, that was funny.
1: Last night uh, at at barrels, we had th- this girl came out for her 30th birthday. This very attractive blonde girl to see my uh, Ben Horn. I've heard the Did, name. You know Ben? He's got the, I've heard, lo- I've heard like the long name. mustache. A buddy of mine, cool sure. dude, funny dude. And uh, and he's like, dude, he's like, this girl came out for her 30th birthday, and he's like, she, she really wants to fuck me. Like I, I, I'm getting that sense. Sure. He didn't say it like that. He was like, I'm getting the sense that like she, that she might be wanting to like go home with me tonight. And I was like, well, that can change in about eight minutes. (laughs) (laughs) When you go up there because there's nothing less sexy than bombing, which I'm also, you have, you have this added pressure of like you're, you're 26, you're single you headlining. You have to have this thing in the back of your head that's also like, I, I kind of need to be cool mm. because you have cute girls in the audience. I don't have to worry about when I first, first, first started comedy, I did, and that would be in my head. And if I saw like attractive girls at the mic, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, I don't want to fucking bomb doing an act out in front of these chicks. But then now it's like I could. I truly don't give a fuck. Does uh, that affect you? No, I don't no. really.
0: I don't get nervous on stage. I don't get nervous before shows. It's not very... even
1: nervous. Just the pressure to like. I. It's my 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 job is to be funny, a. But also, I still want to look cool doing it. Does nah. that impact you?
0: Nah, no. I don't really think about that stuff, um, like at all. Actually, but now I will. Thanks That's a good. lot. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no <laughs> don't, don't. It's good yeah. that you don't. It's good uh, yeah, you don't. it's just. But the the only times I feel that way is if there's like family. At the show, Mm. because I'm like, oh shit! Like my grandma could find out if I family over bitches, yeah, yeah. Like so, like I did, you know, I've done shows where like family members show up because you know I do the road and shit, and then it's just like, I'm like, fuck! I better not eat shit in front of my cousin that I grew up with, you know what I mean? Because they're like, they think I'm cool right now. They see me go on the road, they think I'm cool. If I like eat shit in front of Chelsea, it's like, oh fuck, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: because it's this thing of, I don't, I don't like, I don't like family watching me in general, and Mm. like I don't take my girl to shows. my girl, my girl's come out she's seen me do very, very well. She's also seen me do not so well.
0: Sure. I feel like that's different though.
1: It, yeah. And it, it doesn't, it's just like, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the added pressure. I notice that it makes me maybe, it might just be like 8% less funny, but it does something. It makes me slightly more nervous than I should be mm. because they're there. Um, and I think part of it is because you're you're sacrificing so much of your time that could be spent with these people, whether it's family members, girlfriend, siblings, mm-hmm. whoever, that there's this thing of being like, all right, like you've been, you've been gone a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Let's see what it is. Yeah. Like, let's see what you've been doing. You know?
0: It's just, I don't know why it like adds extra pressure. It, I but know. It, it, I don't understand it. Um but, like, I see, you know, I'll see cute girls in the crowd. I'm like, fuck yeah, like, let's fucking go. But, like, other than that, so, like, it's funny. So, the second time I did the Comedy Zone uh, in Florida, the the fucking door guy was the same dude that was there the first time. Mm-hmm. And this, like, super hot, super hot girl, like, walks in with, like, her mom and her a friend of the family and her fucking, like, mom's mom. So her, yeah. I guess her grandma. Uh, and this dude seats them in the front. And you know I'm like you know I'm stepping out the the way the green room is set up there is there's like the one way window so like from the green room you could see into the showroom yeah. and then but you can't like it just looks like a wall like from the showroom and <clears throat> so I'm talking to the, the bouncer I'm like oh dude like how you been like all this stuff and he's like dude I sat these you know this super hot girl like who's like with these three other chicks she must be single or whatever and I was like okay dope uh, like thanks like like stage stage right front row and I was like oh dope you know like thanks and then you know I tell. Uh, I think it was yeah it was Brandon that was with me mm-hmm. and I was like don't fucking talk to that table I'm gonna crowd work them like just fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't say a goddamn word yeah. uh, and so then <laughs> dude, Brandon goes up there and he says some fucking shit uh, he was like he said something and then the girl like might have like responded or something and he goes oh i'm not allowed to talk to you the headliner told (laughs) 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 me but which was hilarious (laughs) that is so funny Uh, yeah because i'm not
1: allowed to talk to you
0: (laughs) (laughs) headliner told me i'm not allowed to uh, oh. and which was fucking hilarious. And so then, uh, I remember watching that. and I was like, "This motherfucker, bro," which is hilarious. Yeah. Only because I know him. Yeah. If it was like a random guy, I also probably if it was a random guy, I wouldn't have even said anything. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, yeah. Um, right. but and so then I go up there, and the the crowd work moment is actually part of it is pinned on my Instagram because it was freaking hilarious. Well, this girl turns out to be like engaged with like two kids, and I just like start like flirting with her mom. Like yeah, the, it yeah. was hilarious. Uh, and yeah, so we like follow each other now. Um, but it's just like one of those things where it's just like I get, I don't get nervous, I get excited because I'm like, oh cool, like mm-hmm. it's funny to like crowd work these people, and then you know you start crowd working other people on top of it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know about nerves. I don't really get. Um, well, I think I
1: think nerves is like a, I think people use that term really like vaguely, right? Because there's there's so many different. I think people oftentimes associate nerves with like anxiety. Um, or, or like feeling nervous. I think like excitement mm. can be nerves. You
0: know, giddiness can be nerves. Um, I get more nervous performing in front of four people than I do in front of, you know, 400. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. Because the way I see it, the way I've always seen it is that, you know, if you're doing, so if you're doing the Irvine improv and there's 500 people in there, yeah. you know, even if half the crowd absolutely hates you, there's still 250 still, people laughing. sounds like you're slamming. S- yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. He gives a shit. That's a good um, point. And so, but like with four people, and you could see them. Yeah. You know that it's not working. Right. You know, like, right. you, know, you can't, what are you going to crowd work four people? Yeah. You, you get the fuck out of here. It's, it's like, you're stuck that's with exactly what you're what doing. Do. Really? Yeah. Really? You'll crowd work four people. Oh, totally.
1: <laughs> what else are you going to do for with four people, you know?
0: Well, I do a lot of setup punch. So I'll just like, if, if that's I'm, true, if I'm that's doing some true. bar show and there's four people there. I'll just then like do like new material, and yeah. I hate I hate looking through my phone because it just like kind of seems unprofessional. Yeah. And so like what I'll do is I I always take a I always this is probably one right here. Yeah, I will always take notes, and you can see how like stuff is like drawn to the arrow of stuff. Can that I see? I it? Talk can I about. see? It? Let's let, yeah. let's read through. So Galen just pulled out
1: notes. I'm guessing this is from a set. He's from a set this week. Uh did anytime you read it's always just like it's the scribblings of an insane person <laughs> anytime i find a comic set list it's just like you're fucking but i know what this should it all be means. found at a, at a crime scene just <laughs> spattered in blood and semen. oh
0: that i know what that's from that's from east austin comedy club chick-fil-a like you would
1: you rather a a beer math the letter e is one of, is that about ecstasy? it is a joke
0: it is yeah. Is that about it?
1: dude you know what i so you know i don't drink or anything right Oh I didn't know that I, like I saw it like two years ago, yeah. okay and I and so, but I took Molly this summer okay. i I grew up I loved ecstasy like okay. w- like going through a, a that's a funny way to phrase it like ever since I was a kid, I loved that no <laughs> no like when I was in high school i used to I used to take ecstasy like early in the morning because I would sell it, so I would take it at like like six thirty in the morning before going to school, god damn, I, I loved it like rolling wasn't a um it wasn't like a planned thing that you had to, like, oh, I'm gonna, we're going to go to a show and take E. I I would take E just and hang out in my room. Like, I loved it.
0: That's intense.
1: And, uh, but, but, it, so I, but it, I got it out of my system after high school. So when Molly was really big, I didn't really take it that much because I was like, I, I did all that in high mm-hmm. school, the, the ecstasy stuff. So I don't really want to roll anymore. But, anyways, I, I took it because it was my sister's wedding and a bunch <laughs> of people were taking it afterwards, like at the end of the night. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I didn't realize like Molly's so fucking calm. It doesn't amp you up. And I I hadn't been drinking. Everyone else has been getting bombed all day, like open bar, (laughs) dancing, having fun. So they all go, go clubbing. I take the Molly and go with them, but I haven't been drinking. I've been sober. I haven't done a drug in almost two years at this point. And I go to the, and I go to the club and the Molly starts hitting. And I was like, it's just so different. The next day I was like, Oh, it's not. I just am. I'm just tired, but rolling. Like yeah. my body was still so tired, so I left the club, went and uh, and watched. God, I fucking keep bringing him up. People are gonna think I'm a psychopath. But I went. I just watched Louie videos on my on my phone, rolling in the hotel room. That was my experience. I was like, I'm not doing drugs ever
0: again. Did Brandon, it. did you watch Brandon Wardell when he was at Creek? No. He talked about dude it was so funny. Like he did. Uh, he did all right. You know what I mean? Like he, It wasn't. I I expected more. I'll say, yeah. But it was also clear he was doing like a lot of new. Why do I know
1: that? I don't even know who that is. Um,
0: he wrote for the Late Show with James Corden, and he's you've been on a couple really hit podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's been he's like he I think he's thirty, and you know tours the country doing clubs, you know. So he made it. Um, but so that's why I was kind of like expecting a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but he, dude, the funniest part about the set, he was talking about how, uh, his like his favorite comic is like Louie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, dude. When he was like, dude, last year I paid to see Louis twice, and the second time I saw him, I didn't realize it was a fucking special taping. And so he was like, dude, like for weeks after that, I was like just tripping balls. That like when it comes out, you would just like the camera angle would just like cut to me being like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the goat, yeah, you know? yeah, just, yeah, 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 <laughs> like in the front row, just like ah! <laughs> Louis just
1: sucks like a unanimous bounce back. Yeah, that it's like. It, it, like with some with somebody like with somebody like Delia, if you if you still support him, which again I bought the tickets before that documentary came out, so it's just hilarious timing. But uh, with him now, it's like if you support Delia still, you're in the minority. I think with well, Louis, the- if you're still like adamantly anti Louis, at least within comedy circles, it's odd. It's like do you know something I don't.
0: I'll tell you what I think that that's just because like before. That everything that came out with like Louis, he was like already goaded yeah like Crystal Lee yeah. is like what have you done well it's also different charges man it's well, really different allegations yeah but I feel like that doesn't in the court of public opinion that doesn't matter I think in the in the, the court of you know comics opinion with what yeah. you know like comic circles like the Crystal Lee thing it's like oh cool you had a you had a you know cameo yeah. in a TV show versus you know Louis, it's like Louis actually like laid groundwork for people like us to make it Mhm. Mm-hmm. Lee hasn't done shit for any of us, you know, like yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. Well, yeah, but okay, at that, that
1: point, like, uh, uh, like Cosby, what if- Cosby reached heights that that Louis never has culturally way more significant than Louis ever will be. Not for our culture, but for black culture.
0: And those his, charges are wait 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 wait. That's different. what I mean. So he can't
1: come back. So I do no, hear what yeah. you're saying, but there, you know I do think some of it also has to do with like how fucking insidious is the thing that you're doing. Like, well, Cosby, are you hurting people or not? You know?
0: Cosby's also like old as ass. Like I, I've I've never laughed. I don't think that guy's funny. I agree. Like I don't think he's funny. Be, be honest. Be honest. If Bill Cosby if Bill Cosby announced his Cosby tour,
1: and he was dropping in to do a set at the Vulcan, would you go check it out?
0: Well, if he was dropping in, yeah, I wouldn't pay to see the guy. I wouldn't pay to see it. But if he was dropping in.
1: You wouldn't pay $20 to see Cosby hunched over with cataracts trying to defend himself. He also does, this is the thing, Cosby also does like three-hour sets. Yeah, I do not Like, I don't want to hear his old-ass
0: talk for three hours. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, if, if for some reason his agent hit me up and was like, he wants you to open for him, I'd do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, because the show actually,
1: I I would not. That's that's a stink you might never be able to wash off. Right? So if, if, thing, you're, if you're being brought up as Bill Cosby's opener,
0: no, I wouldn't be. If, if he was like he wants you to open for him on this one show, at the oh Param- yeah, 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 you know, like the one the show story, at the Paramount, yeah. the I would story. literally it would be just for the story. Yeah, a, hundred, a thousand percent.
1: <laughs> Imagine getting a, that's something. I more. would also
0: bomb on the show because everybody there would probably just be it would just be a a, a black theater. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't. I've, I mean, I've done black rims a lot, but it would also, oh, yeah. it, dude. It's one of those things where, like, if Cosby does come back, if you're paying to see whatever it is, he might as well just not have an opener, because it's like, yeah, get yeah, off yeah, the stage. Yeah, yeah. We're he here. No one wants to work. With we're him. here for one thing. We're here for the one thing. But that E thing. So, like, I grew up yeah. with like a, a single alcoholic mom, and so that that joke is one of the first jokes I ever wrote that actually worked years ago, and I still do it. Uh, it's basically just a joke about how, like, because I don't do hard drugs because of my mom, like, I don't even know when people are offering me hard drugs. Mm. And this is a true story. I was at a party one time, and this dude was like, "Yo, Galen, you like E?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Ryan Seacrest is the man." <laughs> I, like, so I just do a joke about that because it, it was like a true story. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, yeah. oh, "What are you talking about, bro?"
1: That was that actually your response? You thought he was? Having I literally, I e?
0: literally thought he was talking about like the E Entertainment.
1: I love that your answer was still yes, though. <laughs> just
0: trying to fit in, just like yeah, of course, of course. Why are you handing me a pill?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember the the first time I ever did uh, did acid. I didn't know what I was taking. It was my brother. My brother had my brother had drugs in his in his room all the time. He was in high school, and I was like just going into do you have high a har-
0: school. not to cut you off? Do you have a hard out?
1: Um, not like hard hard. I have to go to a potluck in a second. But
0: okay, cool. Yeah. How, how long do these normally run? Uh, anywhere from an hour to two hours. So okay. we're an hour right now.
1: Okay. Um, I, I was going through my brother's, uh, uh, his drawers all the time. And I would just find little things. And usually I'd be able to recognize them just because I've like, seen movies. I didn't really know shit. But I, I saw mushrooms and I would just take him and eat them. you, so see, you like, say older brother? Older brother, oh. yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I know mushrooms get you fucked up. And that's, that was all my first experimentation was all that. I would find stuff. I would barely know anything about the drug <laughs> and I would just take it. So then one time I take. Um, Where did you grow up? Seattle. Okay. So I'm like 14 and I find, uh, I'm like just snooping through his room and I find <laughs> a, a, a tinfoil with a bunch of sugar cubes in it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what drug looks like a sugar cube. Like that's what, that's what I was thinking. I was okay. like, I don't know what drug would be like look and taste like sugar, but I know it's drugs. Why else would this be in tinfoil and hidden behind his jeans? Yeah. So I just, I take two and I just, I just dissolve them. On my yeah. diet, I just suck on the sugar cube and I'm like, all right, this will be interesting. Maybe I, you know, I think maybe at the time I was like, Ooh, maybe this is what ecstasy looks like. Sure. Or cocaine, sure. you know, maybe it's yeah. pressed cocaine. So, uh, but, it, but it tasted very much like sugar cause that's what it was. So then like maybe an hour goes by and I, at this point I've like almost forgotten that I've taken them and I just started dating this, this Korean gal named Jessica Yi, okay. And she wanted to introduce me to all of her older friends so oh I could God. get their sign off. That was a big thing. She kept saying, she goes like, I need, like they need to co-sign.
0: How, how old are you in this? 14. Oh, okay. so,
1: so she was like, I need like, you have, you have to meet uh fucking, what were they? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. You have to meet joy and grace. They always have names sure, like sure, that. Sure. Koreans. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. love to like, of course, their name will be like, like, and then my American name is, you yeah, know, I grew up like, in Orange can, County, bro. Trust me. I yeah, know. yeah. Like, I, I <laughs> could say gentiono. I know that name. That sounds way more Italian. Um, <laughs> my name is Giuliani. I'm from Korea. Uh, so, so anyway, so I so I take it and then forget that I took it. And then I'm like, yeah, you guys like c- come over, come pick me up. We're gonna go get a uh, 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 bubble tea. Boba, okay. right? Yeah. I'm I am i am not it's literally when she calls me to say we're we're pulling up. Is when I start seeing like red candy cane stripes just sort of peering on the walls and moving up and down. (laughs) And I'm like, what did I take? What is, I don't know. I don't know what acid is really. And so. Are you like the only one home? Like you can't even like ask him? He's not there. My mom's downstairs. So I tell him to just come in because I'm, like, I'm like I don't know what to do, and I was feeling so funny. You've never done psychedelics, right?
0: I've done mushrooms, and I'll tell you my story after you. Okay, done with like this.
1: roller coaster feeling this, and I'm mm. and I'm laughing, in my fucking eyelid. I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. And then as soon as I notice that red stripe, then everything starts getting crazy. Room is breathing, and it all happened in an instant. <laughs> it was breathing. like I was exploded out of a fucking yeah. cannon, and so I'm like, I feel so odd that there's no way that I'm just gonna be able to act normal in front of these people. So what I need to do is double down and like do a bit. And so, so I, put on, I take my hair and I part it really creepy, like uh, down the middle part, so, uh, like with water. So like, it looked really creepy. And I put on, I had, it was like a joke shirt. That I think I had bought or my brother had bought unironically ironically years before, but now we just kept it around as a joke shirt. One of those long silk shirts with blue flames and dragons all over <laughs> it. So I put that on and I just hold a katana and I just wait for them to come in because I'm like, I can't talk to these people with a straight face. So I just need to pretend that I'm being an insane person. <laughs> okay. That was my stupid, dumb fucking 14 year old rationale. That's hilarious. So then they come in, they they laugh, gets a big pop, it murders. <laughs> but then I'm, but then they're like, all right, come on, let's go. And I'm like, I don't know how to like transition to like putting my clothes back on. Eventually I do, we go out to the car, we go to bubble tea and I'm like, dude, I'm hanging on by a thread. I'm, I, these girls are like asking me like about like, do you have siblings? Like, you know, like, so <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? And that was so like a yeah. valid question at 14 and their faces are like melting and they have scales fucking you know, things coming out of their eyes. It's insane. So finally I just had to act like the biggest bitch and say that my stomach really hurt because I took an allergy medicine on an empty stomach and I needed to go home. And so they fucking took me home and dropped me off. And the craziest thing is they are like, he's great. We love him. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God.
0: I was like literally going through like a schizophrenic episode with you guys. But yeah, they liked me. Dude, so the only drug I've actually ever taken is mushrooms. And mm. the trip itself was like amazing, but it's now the reason why I can't smoke weed anymore. Because it gives yeah. me like existential crises. And I used to be like the biggest stoner of all time. And uh but my buddy Diego, oops. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> my buddy Diego. I'm dropping first and last names I here, know, buddy. Yeah. My buddy Diego and I, and so he went to like Cal Poly Slow, and he just kind of, uh, he did the whole college thing, and I kind of, you know, I dropped out of college and started doing comedy. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to be back, you know, I'm going to be back in town. Like, my buddy gave me these mushrooms. Like, let's do them. And I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, who cares? Like, let's do them. And so we go to like Del Taco, throw them in a burrito. And we also didn't know, we didn't know like how much was like, what to take or whatever We just had like yeah. a bag of them And so right. I threw like Dude like four Five stems Like five caps in this burrito Just fucking ate them I'm small dude Yeah And so like We we both eat these burritos And we had a, a babysitter uh, Amy was babysitting us right So she was driving us around And shit uh, and so we're like, dude, let's go to the beach. This is Orange County, so we drive to Huntington Beach, and we're sitting on the beach, like waiting, like like an hour passes by, like nothing happens. But we realized this because we were just like we were just sitting in one spot, so like our blood's kind of like moving slow or whatever. And we're like staring at the sand, and we're like, oh, I think something's happening, but it's just like nothing happening. So we're like, all right, well, we must have just gotten like fake mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's go. And so we stand up, and dude, all of a sudden, bro. We both just start like tripping fucking ass at the same time, and just like yeah, dude, everything was just the funniest thing of all time. Yeah, do you remember we were just clowning on Amy the whole time, and like if like there was a video of us doing this, we were probably just like you're ugly.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was that, yeah, it was just, that. Just, you're not saying anything clever we were, there was no, roast. So it was no roast yeah, it was just yeah, like
0: yeah. why are your eyes like that you dumb bitch and we started <laughs> like, just, like, just dying laughing and so she's like oh well, I gotta like she's like how long is this supposed to last and we we're like oh you know like four or five hours she's like oh I have like a thing to do in like 20 minutes so I'm gonna like drop you guys off and we we're like it's kind of fucking babysitter you you know, yeah, like fucking things. dropped you off at home yeah and so we were you know the whole thing we had like prepped is that this is the funniest thing so we're at this like abandoned place by the high school that we went to like like you know like a few years before and oh this is also five days before like everything shut down <laughs> oh and wow so like, yeah. uh, and so yeah so this is March of like 2020 and bro uh so he starts like playing this music, and she's on the phone with some guy who's like done a bunch of psychedelics. And she's he's like, What's that music? We were listening to like Vince Staples. And she, the, she's like, Dude, my buddy says that you shouldn't. This is after we've already taken him to. And so she's like, My buddy says you shouldn't be listening to music like that because it'll make you freak out. And I was like, I started like being like, you know what's really gonna make us freak out? You telling us that we're gonna freak out. So why don't you shut the fuck up? You know, just like, like so everything she was doing is just like making it worse. And I was just like, oh man. And so we go to this uh, frozen yogurt shop. We go to Yogurtland in Huntington Beach, off of fucking Brookhurst and um, oh, fuck me in the asshole, Brookhurst and Adams. Uh, it's a local reference. A lot of people listen yeah. to the podcast in Orange County. Uh, Brooks and Abs, the Yogurtland there, and we were in there just like, like pretty much kind of peeking, and we're like, there's this huge banner on the thing that says "Endless Possibilities," and I start screaming at the fucking guy who works there while laughing. So I just came off like a total like schizophrenic motherfucker. Yeah, like just laughing but screaming while mad and laughing, mad and laughing at the same time. And there's like a family of four behind us and the kids and the mom are looking at us like we're fucking insane crazy uh and the dad just knows we're on something because uh, i'm screaming because they didn't have strawberry so i'm mad because i'm like how do you have a fucking poster that says endless creations you don't have one of the big three I actually said endless possibilities you said it, yeah well that's whatever we're what doing, i say creations yeah analyst possibilities uh a, like,
1: it's a faith-based yogurt so, land
0: it was like how do you have you don't have one of the big three so we freak out we go back to um she drops us off at my fucking stepdad's house and we're like we're like we don't know what we're doing like inside the house and so we're like all right well we gotta like go out of here and so we start walking around the neighborhood yeah whilst tripping asshole. And there's this freaking car. And so, like, have you ever heard of, like, a, you know, like, like, a, like, psychedelic moments, like stuff where it's like, if nobody else was there, you wouldn't believe it was happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For the, yeah. Like,
0: later on, they'd be like, yeah, that actually happened, bro. Right. So, there's this old ass Falcon, like a 1967 Falcon. And my great uncle, this story ties into this other shit of how I even started comedy. So, my great uncle, uh, passed away. And then, you know, I, do his eulogy at his funeral and there's a lot of other stuff, but everybody's crying and there's like 300 people there and I'm telling these stories while also crying. And it's like, people are crying and laughing at the same time. And I was like, man, if I can make these people laugh at the saddest moment, maybe I should do this. What can I do? Yeah. So then I went to an open mic. Uh, and and that's how we get this set list
1: with such, with such, (laughs) with such, it says beer, math, E porn, golden state rapist <laughs> again i am just reading the notes on. <laughs> so it's just like the musings of it yeah. sex sounds incest illegal <laughs> and i'm sure it's all like gold in here but yeah, it's so funny yeah. when you read the just the things
0: uh, but yeah so there's this 1967 falcon and so when he was alive Every time he would like drive down, he would see this fucking car and be like, "Hey, get me the information of this person who owns this car because I want to buy this car." Right. And I was like, "Dude, it's the biggest piece of shit in the world. There's no seats in it. The car's being held together by duct tape. It's the worst car I've ever seen in my entire life." Right. So we're walking around the neighborhood, tripping on these shrooms, and I see this car and I just start like laughing my ass off because then, so I start telling him about I start telling my buddy about how. This car and how my great uncle, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm about to get to the best part about this fucking story is who owns this fucking car. It's this, like, girl who has, like, severe autism and Down syndrome. So she's, like, she has, like, every, like, mental retardation, like, you could possibly have, right? And uh, right as I'm literally about to tell him the best part, bro, she comes around the corner in this other car and <laughs> She just sees us, like, looking in the window of her fucking car. Wait, she can drive? Yeah. yeah but she has, she's, she but has she's... two cars. She has a Crown Vic, which is from, like, 1990 and this, like, 1967. Family. Yeah, she can drive. And she has what? She has Down syndrome? Autism and something else. Yeah, it's absolutely – ju- definitely. Like... Definitely does not have a license. Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, like
0: Asperger's. she's got like the big three. She's got the big three, and she's like older. She's like in her fifties. Lives at home, obviously. And she's dry- whipping around, driving around. But I mean, and, like she'll be driving, and she she has this thing. Like she has like a like a you know like a tick. Yeah. And she'll go like this. Like oh while, my <laughs> god. Dude. Just like she violently shake her head while driving, and you'll see her like walking around. So I'm about to tell my buddy about this yes. chick, right? Boom, she makes a left hand turn, turns right onto the street, sees us looking into it, and I was like, I like freeze, and I'm like, bro, is this? Is she really there? And he's like, "Who?" I'm like, "Yeah, the chick." And he's like, "Yeah, what about her?" I was like, "She owns this fucking car, right?" And so like, I don't know if you know anybody with like autism or like Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Lots. like, like they'll have like, like their thing is like their thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll talk about it till the end of time. Mm-hmm. And so she whips her car like and blocks both lanes of the street gets out of her car, starts walking towards what with her like her car still running, yeah. leaves the door open, comes over, and I'm we're just like frozen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so there's cars piling up on both sides of the street, just like blaring their horn at me, my friend, and this fucking like mentally retarded chick. Yeah. Who's now coming over. And she comes over and she goes, bla, 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 bla. She talks like that. she would be like, bla, 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 bla. Don't like know she, she
1: knew you guys were tripping. She can sense it like a I don't know. I don't like, know. Like a like a dog can sense a hurricane.
0: You but know? my buddy is like trying to communicate with her and I'm like tears are like like a Japanese cartoon <laughs> are exploding out of my face. I'm yeah. it's the hardest I've ever laughed to this day. It gave dude, I had abs. I got abs after this. Just screaming like tears are streaming out of my face. And my buddy sees me just like just dying laughing. And he starts just like dying like we just like tears are like I can't describe. Like, my tear ducts were empty for months. Like yeah. It was crazy. And, like, because just everything, all the people honking, people were like, hey, you fucking dipshits. And we were like, we felt so stuck that we literally, like, gave each other a look and we started, like, shaking and we fucking just, like, ran away. We literally ran away from this chick because it was, it was so crazy. But
1: So think about from her perspective. Yeah. She's oh, like yeah.
0: Boo Radley. Like she just
1: came <laughs> up to you. <laughs> she just wanted to talk to you and you're fucking dressed as a ham running away from her. She just wanted to come and say, hey, I'm sorry for your loss. I heard about what happened to your <laughs> And you just started laughing and ran away. <laughs> she was coming up to you like, hey, hey, Galen, you might not remember me. And then you just <laughs> turned and ran. <laughs>
0: It was. She had a card for you. Uh, it was absolutely insane. But then the reason why I don't smoke weed anymore <laughs> is because we go back to my house and we're sitting on my stepdad's uh, balcony, just the sun setting, it's super beautiful. And then my buddy was like, hey, we should smoke weed to extend our high. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's of, a good co- of course, yeah, yeah, And so what I didn't realize is that, like, weed, like, if, you, if you're talking about like directions of the street, weed goes one way, mm. mushrooms and acid go the other way. And then sometimes it blends for, like, a perfect mix. And sometimes mm. you freak out. Mm-hmm. And so I had the opposite. I We hit this bong. And my buddy's telling me some story. And I'm sitting there. And then all of a sudden it sounded just like this. It went like this. <laughs> the whole world just went silent and i remember just slowly turning towards my buddy who was sitting on my right and he's still telling the story not a, i don't hear a word yeah. i don't hear a word it's just dead silent and i literally this voice came in the back of my head it was just like you just died and i started freaking out that i was like dead i like stand up like fall over and i'm like freaking the fuck out i go i try i'm like i got to go to bed it's like 5 p.m. Yeah. I, I i try and force myself to sleep Nothing. i just my bands like usually right like, when you're waking up huh <laughs> 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 huh <laughs> but I was just trying to like I fought the high I took like five showers Like in 20 minutes Just like yeah. f- like you f- Hopping out trying to do- I-, I gotta go to bed Shower Bed Shower Bed Nothing I called my grandma Didn't answer Called my mom Didn't answer Like I'm freaking the fuck out Thinking I'm like dead Meanwhile Called Bronco, bud- uncle He didn't answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course I was talking to him From beyond <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly You're <laughs> safe <laughs> Phones can't reach you <laughs> yeah. yeah Yeah And so then uh, I just started having like Panic attacks and shit And then, like, a couple days later, I smoked weed, and it literally sent me right back into it.
1: That's, I've, I've heard about that happening. Yeah. I never really experienced that, but I've heard about that. And then I yeah. tried
0: it again a month later, sent me right back into it, and I was oh, like, I weird. can't smoke weed anymore. And yeah. I, I think it's, you know, probably a good thing because I used to smoke, like, an, uh, it's like way too, way, 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 way too much.
1: Something switches, and, I, and I, I don't know. Like, for me, I can't pin it to, like, a, a, a trip or anything like that because I, I can still take edibles, and it's really it's the only thing I will do now. Is like take super low doses of edibles and mm. watch a movie. I will not go out. I won't do comedy, anything like that. Sure. I got to be at home. But yeah, there is like this weird. T- I don't know if it's an age thing or like responsibility, or in mm. your case is maybe the trip or that you had other like life shit that happened to you, Mm -hmm. but where all of a sudden weed does not, it's a different drug.
0: Well, I think what it was like, I'd never gone to a therapist, but there was so much going on, you know? So at this point, so like I started doing like the improvs and shit when I was like three months into comedy. That's crazy. And like, yeah. yeah, And so like, there's this, there's this level of, um, you know, I was almost hated in the comedy scene. Uh, I was almost hated in the comedy scene that I started in because it was just almost like immediate kind Oh my
1: god! Can you imagine how much people here would hate you if you had just started and you were like
0: just doing like, Rogan's Club? Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah well, yeah, in, sure. in any comedy scene like that, yeah. and so like in Orange County, the real, the only real club in town is Irvine Improv, mm. and there's only there's they're not just like booking random people to come open. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just started doing stuff like that, and so then when we so when this happened, I was like two years into comedy uh yeah. and you know and then i hadn't really addressed my uncle dying definitely super duper didn't address anything that happened in my past right. and so it kind of just like i think that whatever i've been suppressing just kind of like came out and now it's gone i have still also haven't addressed it which is why i'm scared to smoke weed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh dude it comes flooding back and, and it'll come is back. What i've noticed is- and I'm not saying go
1: out and do it because if it's fucking wildly unpleasant, don't. But uh, I have noticed that, that now it's like if I were to like smoke a blunt with Mike, right? Sure. I would freak out and, and I wouldn't be able to like learn lessons. It would be too mm-hmm. intense. Mm-hmm. But when I take like five milligrams of edibles, it's, it's, a, it's a manageable dose of that fear and anxiety. And mm-hmm. I still get it. Usually it'll happen uh, kind of up top, and then I'm able to get into the movie I'm watching and enjoy mm-hmm. it. But it is usually something that I'm that I've been neglecting to deal with. So mm-hmm. usually the next day I'm actually a better person because I'm like it's something real that whatever I'm getting anxious about and that crazy paranoia, my heart's kind of racing. It's like yeah, you're like letting this thing in your life slide, and you've been repressing it, and all of a sudden you took a few milligrams of yeah. a, of a f- gummy bear, and all of a sudden you're you're recognizing the fact that like you haven't talked to your mom in 20 days i convinced
0: you know? myself of the opposite i convinced myself that whatever i'm feeling isn't real mm. it's fake don't listen to it you're fine like whatever and so you know just kind of pushing it down yes yeah. Yeah, so like uh the last time i smoked uh was at poor choices i was doing a show and this was a while ago like probably maybe five six months ago and there was mm. this comic there from like new york and he had a blunt and he's like dude like you know, I've been following you for a while or whatever. Yeah. We smoked together. And then the second dude, the second I hit that blunt and pass it, I was like, well, I just smoked weed, so I'm going to freak out. And then I started freaking out. It probably hadn't even set in yet. Yeah. And then I started like freaking out. And so I had already done my set. And so I just straight Irish goodbye, which I also always do anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good and move. So, and so I just Irish goodbye the whole thing. And I'm walking down some street trying to get back to my car so that I can just like sit there and throw in some logic and right. just like, because <laughs> it'll yeah. distract me, because then <laughs> yeah, I can start. Yeah. I know every bar. I could sing along, right. and then it, I'm out of my head. Um, and so I'm walking, and then I just see this car start pulling up, like slow as shit, next to me. And I'm like, oh, uh, I start like freaking out. I'm like, you know, eyeing it. And I just hear, "Hey, buddy, where are you going?" And I turn and It's Mike. Uh, <laughs> and I, I literally was just like, oh, I just smoked some. and He knows, you know, he's like one of my yeah. best friends. And I was like, oh, I just smoked some weed. I'm kind of freaking out. I'm, you know, I'm probably going to get out of here. And he's like, No, you're not. Get in. <laughs> so yeah. I just like get into that's his a car good, you're, yeah, you yeah. a good Mike I just get into his car and we go to Creek and then I was fine uh, I didn't have a panic attack I feel
1: like Mike would be uh, one that's that's a good friend yeah that's nice uh, and then also he was just trying to find parking <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, he, just, he just saw <laughs> me totally. he was like why is this he asshole saw, he saw someone in his car and was waiting for you to get out yeah, <laughs> yeah he was yeah. like oh he must be leaving uh, I feel like I feel like uh, Mike would have a very soothing presence if I was like mm-hmm. having a bad PCP trip mm-hmm. he'd be yeah. like don't
0: hey Hey, bud, don't eat those cop's eyes. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I was also... Dude, this is so funny. You know, don't you do a podcast with Maddie?
1: Uh, Nat. Maddie Stu? No, no, no. That's, I was a guest on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool,
0: cool. Um, but, dude, it was so funny. So this was like... I met that guy like one time. This was like a while ago. Uh, I met that dude one time. I was absolutely like obliterated at Creek. And then I realized that I was like so drunk. I was like, I'm going to make a fool of myself. So let me get the fuck out of here. And so I just go by the whole thing like normal. And I'm walking down 7th Street. Uh, and... <laughs> Dude, this, again, this car just starts, like, slowly pulling up next to me, like, just, like, following me, and I could see the fucking, like, front bumper, and I'm just, you know, eyeing it, and then I just hear, yo, Galen, and I turn and look, but, like, all the, it was dark, but it was, like, 1 a.m., and yeah. it was just, like, I don't I don't recognize whoever the fuck, I don't recognize their voice, I'd only met this person one time, she's like, hey, you need a ride to wherever you're going, and I was just like, no, man, and he's like, hey, dude, it's, it's Maddie, and I was like, I don't fucking know you, bro. And I started like running. I started like freaking out. Just like and I started like running away from him. And so he was probably just like, I don't think I ran. I think I just sped walked away. I was just yeah. like, no man, I like Megan left. And he probably just like, what the fuck? And just like just drove away. He's like, just like, I was just trying to be nice or whatever.
1: You just you treated him like a retarded gal in a crown vic. You just <laughs> yeah. fucking ran away. You gotta stop running stop running away from things,
0: yeah It's it's think. the I d I can't stand it. I'm small, bro. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, dude, thanks for doing the podcast. I leave the final minute final minute of the podcast of the guest to say whatever, plug whatever, any final parting words of wisdom in case you die on the way home. This next minute is all you.
1: Stop running away from retarded people. It's mean, <laughs> it's mean to do. All right, okay. That lady was just trying to give you her condolences. <laughs> you should call her.
0: I don't, I don't have her fucking number, bro. I bet you could get She's it. She's probably not even alive anymore.
1: This was just a couple years ago.
0: It was, but, like... You're right, though. She's been driving. It's also actually (laughs) hilarious because I've been, like, not, like, frauding the government or anything, but, like, uh, I went to go get my Texas driver's license and they were like, we can't... Because here, you could exchange your driver's license for a California one or any other state, but mine was expired, so, like, oh, you can't, so we need your birth certificate. I don't have my fucking birth certificate. And so I went back to California and the address that I have like listed there I don't live there anymore some random person lives there now and my stepdad moved away because he got married and then went somewhere else and so I was like oh yeah I still live there <laughs> and so yeah. I got my new driver's license uh and so like still to this day like uh, like America thinks I still live there which is yeah I don't know why I told you that but it's just yeah, funny because yeah. I'm like if if I don't live there still and I say I still live there I don't think she still lives there
1: yeah that, that's fair I said by the way I still have my California driver's license I lived there for a few years anyway man that was very fun
0: anything you want to plug the, oh
1: yeah uh, yeah I mean Let's just skip over it just, I, I, I just did this for free listen <laughs> stop running from retarded people and uh, I have a podcast called Slam Time Live that's the that's the podcast I have Slam it's Time with, Live with right, Nat
0: cool. yeah nice
1: anyway that was a lot of fun man cool thanks talk, brother man. yeah